how are you guys doing this evening? This is December the 10th. 2021 and I am so happy you guys are here listening with me and my guest here um who you guys know and love she actually has to host one night for me because I had lost my voice I'm so glad I have it back now and I'm so glad that she is back and she will forever be back guys come on now this is my number one Right hand lady, Miss Ingrid Hubert. Woohoo! Hey, <laughs> you are so welcome, girl. <laughs> yes, ma'am. And I would do anything for you. You are my girl, girl. <laughs> Well, guys, tonight we are going to talk about the remake, the 1999 remake of House on Haunted Hill. And this movie was, uh, it's a fun, scary movie. It's one of those fun, scary movies, you know, uh, just a a fun ride, no pun intended, because, you know, they have the roller coaster at the beginning of the movie. So, but it is a fun ride, though, you know, so. I got to ask you, Miss Ingrid, what do you think about um, House of Haunted Hill? Uh, first, I got to ask you, did you go see it at the movie theaters or did you wait until it came out on um, uh, DVD? Because I think, I think, was this before VHS went out of style? <laughs> I can't remember. I can't remember if this came out before or after VHS went out of style. <laughs> I can't remember. I do remember. I do know it came out in 1999, but I just don't remember if I. I, I really, uh, listeners, I, I'm so serious. I don't remember. Yes, yes, I do know that William Castle. William Castle. He directed the. Yes, they back in 1999. Now I do do know that William Castle did direct the original one that came out in nineteen. I think it was nineteen fifty nine. So yeah, and I do plan on uh, doing that one too. I I, I just don't know when. <laughs> I'm not sure when. Oh, I I love Vincent Price. Oh my goodness! I, I'm telling you, Michael Jackson did good by. Having him on the thriller, not only the video but on the the record as well. He did really good. That was a very good choice. So, so uh, did you go see it at the theater, or did you see it on VHS or DVD first? Or I waited until it came out on physical media, and I can touch it. Oh well, me, I actually went to go. I went to the movies to go see it with my my. I, was it with? I, I think it was with my best friend Sune, and she don't even really like scary movies. She never did. Uh, she's uh, she's been saved since two thousand seven, and so she hasn't really uh, touched a scary movie since, except for Bird Box, because she's actually on my uh, podcast, my Bird Box podcast. So she's yes. So, but she did like that one. But other than that, she's not really too fond of scary movies anymore. But we, but we went to go see that together. Yeah. And um, and and I, I really liked it, and I think she liked it too. But, but yeah, she, I, she, she, I, I I did too. Uh, well, you know, you know, there were some parts of it that was kind of like, uh, like. What I, I, you know, it was kind of like, uh, kind of, it was kind of like, well, wait a minute now, how, you know, or why, and, and we'll get into all of it, we'll get into all of that as, as we go on with the questions, but, but, um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, it, the movie, like I said, it was a real fun ride, it was scary, you know, and, uh, you know, with bits of comedic relief, you know, due to Chris Catan. Chris Catan is a, you know, comedic genius. You know, he, 
you know, he um, sort of stayed at Saturday Night Live. I'm just saying, you know, uh, um, he was on Saturday Night Live at a time at a time when Saturday Night Live was still funny. I don't care what anybody says. SNL is not funny anymore. Oh my gosh, it is it has gotten just Oh my gosh. And, and as funny and I've got to say this and then I'll move on. But but as funny as Keenan uh Thompson is the 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 show is just not good anymore. You know, it, it, it's not. I, I, I'm sorry, uh, Mr. Kenan Thompson, if you are listening to my, my podcast, I do apologize. And, and for all the SNL, you know, uh, cast, if you guys are listening to this, I do apologize. But you guys need some new writers. So <laughs> I'm just going to go. I'm just going to put that out there. I, I'm, I'm just being truthful. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but uh, but Katan did so well on this movie though, and even you know he even brought this he even brought the scare factor himself because you know he because you you felt him you know he was scared of that house he was he was like listen I want my money and I want my money now so I can leave <laughs> so I can go I don't want to be here sir. <laughs> <laughs> but the, but he brought the fear factor, but he was also comedic with it too. So, <laughs> well, they did. They really did. They did because it said on. Um, I I didn't write this fun fact down, but they said that uh, uh, the director did give him. You know, he they gave him room to to improvise. To improvise. To improvise. Yep. Yep. That's exactly what. And so, yep, that's exactly what he did. Well, Miss um, Ingrid, let's go get on into the questions here. Uh, who is your favorite character in uh, House on Hunted Hill? Oh, uh, Sarah Wolf. She definitely held her own. That's for seeing. That's for dang sure. And speaking of um, Ali Larder, I forgot to go over the cast list um, that was in this movie. It's very, very. Uh, I mean, you know, besides Chris Catan being in it, and I, I hope hope I'm saying his last name right. Is it Catan or Catan or? Yeah, you know, I hope I'm saying it right. But um, besides him. Uh, and of course, you know, we just uh, got through talking about Ali Larder and Tay Diggs. Um, Sam K. Jensen is in this. Um, uh, Jeffrey Brush, of yeah. course, was in this. And, um, and, and 
can you guys believe the woman who plays the news reporter at the beginning of the movie? Uh, the girl who plays the, the news reporter who's interviewing him, you know, with his um, roller coaster. That is Lisa Lowed, singer of the the song, the hit song Stay in 1996. Remember that song? You say, stay. Yeah. You say, I only hear what I want to. Yes. See, that is her. And, and the video cameraman, that's Spike from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. But but I was but I was like oh my goodness I was this week years old when I learned that that was Lisa Lowed oh my gosh I'm just like wow so now you all know too uh, you know unless you're you know unlike me and already knew that that was Lisa Lowed but if you're like me and just found out there you go <laughs> it was Lisa Lowed. Um, but uh, but my favorite character, okay, y'all gotta sit down for this, okay? Are you sitting down, Miss Ingrid? Listeners, sit down. Nathan Dilla, if you're listening to this, sit down because let me (laughs) because let me tell you who my favorite character is. And Nathan Dilla is uh, is a friend of mine, Miss Ingrid's, and uh, uh, you guys have. You guys know him too. Uh, he's been on the podcast numerous times, but he's going to want to sit down for what I have to say. <laughs> uh, my favorite character was Evelyn. <laughs> oh my goodness. And she's the villain. I know she's one of the three villains. There were three villains in this movie, but Yes, she was a villainess. I mean, she wanted to kill her husband. Let's, let's, she hated her husband. But she was my favorite character, not because of her character, but because of the woman playing her. Jim. Yes, the actress playing her did. Samke Jensen. She played the heck out of that role. Now, let's, and, and, my mind you, she this was 1990, 1999. This was 1999. This was a year or two after she had done the faculty. And when she did the faculty, she was very meek. She played the teacher that was very meek. She listen, if, if Zeke, the high school um, guy, he would tell her to how high to jump, okay. But in this movie, she kicked ass. And I I was just so floored by how she actually flipped the script, you know, on on everybody. You know, just she was hard. She was hard. She, She was, you know, she didn't take stuff. Not from Stephen Price, not from anybody. I mean, remember when um remember when Tay Diggs character had um uh saved her from the ceiling that was falling. You know, he you know, he jumped on top of her and everything, but but she was like, Get off of me, you know, like so mean. And I'm like, Wow, this woman can act. You know, because, because, you know, and I always say it, you know, if, if, if you can make me hate you, if you can scare me, if you can make me think that you're crazy, you're doing your job. That's why, you know, that's why whenever, whenever anybody said, tells me that Sherry Moon zombie can't act, well, she sure did make me think that she was crazy. So... (laughs) So she's doing her job. Oh, Sherry Moon Zombie? Uh, I wasn't, she wasn't a zombie. She 
Uh, no, no, I said Sherry Moon Zombie, Rob Zombie's wife. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean, she, I mean, she, uh, listen, in the house of a thousand corpses, I, uh, uh, in the devil's rejects, she made me believe that she was crazy for real, her and her husband. <laughs> so. Forget what her little nickname is. Uh, baby, baby. Baby. Yeah, yeah baby is her uh, nickname on the mo- on House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects. So yeah, so I mean, it, it, you know, if you can go from playing very meek to playing very mean, cruel, cold, and a killer, <laughs> that's a that's good. That's good. And so, and for all of that alone, I really, I was like, Evelyn is my favorite character just because of that. Right. Uh, now, who was your least favorite character? Um, well, it, 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 it was, so, it was Evelyn and Steve. Yeah. Because the fact that number one, you know, uh, Stever knew that he she was having an affair with Blackburn, and um, actually, like, I don't think he did. That, uh, he, well, he knew that she was having affairs that, on him. She thought she he was dead when she shot him, mm-hmm. and, and she went and gave her a little monologue about how she loved him, and she only loved his him money. Money. Mm-hmm. You know, and all this time she's not even aware that the man is laying there alive. Right. Listening to every word that she's saying. Right. So after that, they both became a mission that they wanted to kill each other. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I tell you what, both of them, they did an absolutely wonderful job at being the people that. Yes, yes, they did. They did. Now, I don't think that Steve Stephen Price knew who Evelyn was having an affair with. I think he knew about affairs that she had or was having, but I don't think that he knew, knew about Blackburn. Yeah, I don't say. I think he maybe he he probably had his suspicions, especially after he uh, after he had left him in that uh, room. Uh, he probably yeah, suspected. <laughs> I'm sure he yeah, did. He probably suspected, but um, I don't think he knew. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Um, now, my least favorite character is actually Blackburn. I did not like him. I, I didn't think that he served a purpose. You know, a, 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 at first, I didn't. Yeah. But then, uh, watching the movie a few more times, you know, throughout the years, I said, oh, okay, so maybe he did serve a purpose because he was Evelyn's lover. So, you know, yeah. he was trying to, you know, get her to get this money and everything like that. But then she turned on, on him. Yeah. And, you know, there there it is. Yeah. Uh, but I still didn't like Blackburn because... I didn't think that he was. He was a weasel. I don't know. I, I there was just something about him that I didn't like. I didn't trust him to begin with, and I don't think Evelyn yeah. did either because she wound up killing him. So <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the house that killed Black- Blackburn. It was Evelyn. <laughs> <laughs> Now, what was your favorite scene, Miss uh, Ingrid? Oh my goodness! I mean, this whole movie was good. I mean, it, the way whoever did all of the the, the 
cinematography and stuff done with the inner interior of the place. It was just awesome. I mean, see you break through fake walls and find that place, you know, where they accidentally unleashed that darkness. Uh, yes. Dark yes. And um, you just never do. You know, I gotta say the, the whole scene of the, of the whole movie. Actually, I like yeah. everything. The whole, the whole shebang. Now, if you want to say I had a, a favorite, favorite part in the movie, then it, it would have been uh, watching a uh, watching. Stephen uh, actually dying that little round thing <laughs> that he got stuck in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, talk about ironic. <laughs> well, but, uh, Jeffrey Combs, yeah, I love him. Uh, oh, like, yeah. He does because um because uh, he's in Reanimator too, right? That's that's Jeffrey Combs, and and he's and you know I didn't I watched Reanimator for the first time that uh was it was it, was it no it, it was this year this year. Right after, um, I want to, I think it was after Texas Frightmare Weekend that I had, um, actually watched it because, um, I, I think, I think he was at this year's Texas Frightmare Weekend. Was he not? Was, was Jeffrey Combs there this year or was he there in 2019? I think it was 2019. I think I mixed it up. Yeah, I think I'm. I got it mixed up. Um, I think he was in. He was there in 2019. So it was after 2019's um, Texas Frightmare Weekend that I watched. Um, that I watched uh, Reanimator because it was on Tubi, and I think it's still on Tubi. It, uh, so for all of you listeners that do want to watch Reanimator, it is on Tubi. Um, now I believe I think I think it's still on there, but it was on there um, that year, um, that on um, 2019, and so I watched it and I actually really did like it. I'm not gonna say that I love it like everybody else. I, I know tons of people who love Reanimator and everything, and I can see why. But for me, uh, it was just a really deep like. I, I can't I can't say that I loved it or anything like that, but it was good. And, and Jeffrey Combs was good in it. Oh, uh, I said Jeffrey Combs was good in it. Yes, yes, he was. He was a lot more good. <laughs> <laughs> well, my favorite scene is actually um, the beginning scene. You know, uh, Missing Grit, you know I love uh, when a scary movie can grip you. And and scare you right from the start, and that's exactly what this movie did, actually, with the anime, uh, with the animation, and you know, it cut right to the uh, scenes with the doctor, you know, doing all of this unethical stuff, and then you know, um, then you know, he goes crazy and kills the um, staff and everything like that. So uh, I just really appreciate uh, when when directors, when the actors can just give us a good scare, you know, at the beginning of the movie to, to, to let us know that this is what we're going to be dealing with from here on out. This is going to be a crazy, scary ride. That's right. Because if you jump out right with the history of Haunted Hill, you know, House on Haunted Hill, start with the history, that's why you know what's going on, 
and then you find out it's descendants this, this time around that are getting it. And right. It's, a, it, it's not just, you know, happening to be happening, but the house invited every last one of them except Blackburn, and Blackburn wasn't on the list. When Tay Diggs looked at the list, he said, right. not the list, the pictures. There was no Blackburn in the pictures. And um, so, and you know there was no sarah on the list either um uh sarah wasn't on the list her name wasn't on the list and and i got this from the commentary uh because you know uh, uh, listener listeners you guys know i love listening to the commentary on uh, on the dvds if you don't know, now you know. I love commentaries. And they um and um the director did the commentary for this um particular movie. And he was saying how they ha- they did do a scene where uh Sarah Wolf um you see uh, um in one of the beginning scenes that uh, Debbie Mazer was actually supposed to be in the movie. And uh, uh, she was firing Sarah, and 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 Sarah saw an invitation on her um, desk, and she took it. You know, she she yeah. took it. So, uh, and that was the story of how Sarah came to be there. Uh, so, so yes, she wasn't she wasn't supposed to be there either. Sarah wasn't. It was supposed to be the um, uh, her boss that was a descendant of one of the five that was, you know, yeah, so that was survived. He that one of the five survivors of the 1931 massacre, mm-hmm. so um, but what, what was your least uh, favorite scene, Miss Ingrid? <laughs> yeah. Just snatched him up. Just snatched him on up. <laughs> I mean, I was like, what the heck? What did he do to you, to, to anybody, to, to, just to get sucked up into that? <laughs> All he did was do, uh, finish a request of a man that wanted that his house on the hill. <laughs> right? That that was his only crime. Yeah, it, it was like the movie just gave us a big F U. <laughs> yeah, like he just it was just like, oh well, wrong place, wrong time, wrong job. <laughs> <laughs> That's he so did, true. <laughs> he, he did he did help pay digs and um Yes. Yes. The, I, I, as a ghost, he sure did. Well, I gotta tell you, my least favorite scene is all the way at the end, all the way at the end credits, where uh, we see um, the doctor working on Evelyn and uh, and Stephen. And, and I guess um, it was just to show us that um, they were in hell or something. I have no idea what it was, but it was not yeah. needed. I don't think it was yeah. needed. <laughs> that was a scene that we did not need. I mean, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I know it was probably to just for us to sit through the whole entire credits. Yeah. But the post scene... Didn't, I mean, we already know that that the darkness just it was probably there to um, to get Steve and Evelyn anyway. We already knew that. We didn't need that ending scene. At least I didn't. I don't know, know what my listeners think about it or anything like that. But for me, it wasn't needed. <laughs> yeah, what needed it all? Okay. So, Miss Ingrid, whose death was more creative, in your opinion? Oh, the most creative one? Yes. 
And I mean, I think we had like what six deaths, and I mean, one we didn't even really see; it was off camera. But, but, uh, right. but whose death was more creative? Did you think? Oh yeah, I I forget his name right now too. But I yeah. His whole face was gone. Yes, sir, was. Got completely Everything gone. Even inside of the face was gone. All you see was just, just blood. Yes. I was like, oh my lord. <laughs> that is, oh, I was like, I mean, Yes. No mouth, no nothing, no, y'all. Nothing. Just the shell of your brain. <laughs> now, my, uh, I actually like the way that the darkness did take prints. Print <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that it was, it was, it was creative, but it was funny too. I, I mean, he, I mean, he opened that door. Price, a price runs right straight, straight through him, and the darkness just kind of pulls him. You know, like he didn't even get a chance to say anything. He didn't get a chance to close the door or nothing. The darkness is is like it just, it just pulled him. Like, like ooh. You ain't going nowhere. Right, like. Whew. <laughs> like get in here, but I will tell. I mean, it, it's weird though because because that was the darkness, and and to me, Printed was kind of uh, the light, if you will, because because he had a good spirit. He had a good aura, about huh? No. Oh, yeah. Now that you mention it, yep. It was clear. He was clear. Yes. Yeah. That distinguished him. Yeah. Now that you mentioned it, I do. I did recognize that. And, and, you know, so to me, I was like, well, he's not a part of the darkness, so I don't know what you know what they wanted him for. But okay, <laughs> but but yeah, that that was my most creative. That now it would have been Melissa Mar, um, had they. I mean, I know what they were trying to do. I know what they were trying to do. I know that they were trying to just make us use our imaginations, but. Darn it, you know, sometimes a little visual would go a long way. <laughs> yeah, go on just a little bit. And she was just displayed. I mean, just displayed out on, on like, uh, art, not um, a science project. You know, her heads, her legs, her arms, her torso was cut open. And, you know, everything is just all nice and neat. And I'm like, all right now okay now uh why do you think that the house wanted the relatives of the original five that survived the massacre in 1931 or uh, I, I'll put another question with that. Or do you think the house just wanted Evelyn and Stephen to begin with? What do you think? Well, I don't. I think the house wanted the five. Oh, even though they they probably wanted Evelyn too, uh, Evelyn and those two too, because they were the ones that asked for the house. But. Mm -hmm. It, it was a reason for them showing at the end of the movie the five different uh, people that had survived that, that, that when, when 
Hill House got ran over by the crazy. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Bannicut had to shut it down, which is shut down for 12 hours. And you see the you see that, that only five people made it. They don't show you the five people. I don't think, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think I, I don't think so. Yeah. That you know, it, it it just shows you how five descendants later that the house did not forget. Right. <laughs> like the house once 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 he put motion that rental of that house. That's how that house got into that computer and changed all those names. Yep. On that list. You know. And uh <laughs> I don't still still see how Blackburn got in though. You know, I don't either well Yeah, because Yeah, because he, I, I don't know if the house did that or if, or if Evelyn somehow snuck him in there without, you know, I, I did not understand. I did not understand that. And there are, and that was one, remember, I, oh, excuse me, remember I said in the beginning um, of the podcast that there were some, there were some Parts in this movie where I'm like, okay, okay, what, how, what, and I'm not understanding. And that was one of them. That was one of them. Like, how did Blackburn even get invited? I mean, if he wasn't one of the five, you know, one of the relatives of the five, and the, the it was the, the computer that deleted all the names that Evelyn did have. On on um, uh, on his desk, and Steve shredded them. Stephen Price shredded them, and so I don't understand. And I'm like you, Miss Ingrid. I don't understand how Blackburn was even a part of it. And and that was another reason why he was my least favorite character because I just didn't understand how his character was there in the first place. Uh, uh, you know, except for, as Evelyn's lover, but even with that, like I said, Stephen shredded the guest list, yep. and and like Sarah said, uh, or, or one of them said it was either Sarah or um, Eddie who said Blackburn isn't even on. You know, he's not here. Did he say it? Okay. Yeah, you know, he wasn't even he wasn't even there. He wasn't a relative of the five. So now I can see why they would think Eddie was, you know, because he had the same last name, but he was adopted. The house didn't know that. So So, you know, he, he had to let it be known. Uh, you got the wrong man. I was adopted. There was some, there's something wrong here. <laughs> okay. So last question. And of course, it's my deep question. How does the hunting of Hill House pertain to the Bible? And uh, I'll go first uh, for, uh, for this, uh, Miss Ingrid. Um, the scripture I had come up with that I think goes along with the movie, um, specifically Evelyn, because you know, like and like we talked about, Miss Ingrid, she um, when she thought that Stephen was killed by Sarah, she went to him and she says. You know, ever since I, we first met, I've always really, really loved your money. And so the scripture that I came up with, and, and I'm sure if, if you uh, listeners, if you guys are Christian, and, and even if you're not a Christian, you probably have heard this scripture before. 
First uh, Timothy six and ten. It says, "For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil." Some people eager for money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves and pierced themselves with many griefs. Now, now notice there, it didn't say money was evil. It didn't say that money is the root of all evil. No, it says the, the love of money. You know, people um, put money above everything. You know, people can put money ab- above love. Above love of friends, love of family, love of kids, even, you know, love of themselves, you know, they don't even love themselves without the money, you know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, that was the scripture that I used um, for her. you know, uh, she, she was, I mean, come on, she was even willing to, to not only kill Stephen, but she killed her lover. So <laughs> that tells you everything you need to know about her character. Although, uh, um, I mean, Finkin, uh, um, Finky, if you are listening to this podcast, I do love you, girl. You are a great actress. <laughs> I got to give it up for you for, <laughs> for playing such an evil character. So, I mean, uh, and she just played it to a T. So very good. And so, Miss Ingrid, what is your um, opinion about how does House on Hunted Hill pertain to the Bible? Well, uh, it's the same thing. I think people are thinking about the money aspect of it. You know, if I stay in this house overnight, I, I get a million bucks, you know. You know, oh yeah, I didn't even go there, but yeah. And, and you know, I can, you know, I know I can overcome this, this whatever this may be, you know, type thing until tell the crap hits the fan and start uh, like poor Pritchett. You know, he didn't want to be there after when them doggone gates closed down for twelve hours. You know. He wanted to get out of there. It's, it's like, you know. Right. You, 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 you gotta look at it. He, 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 was, he was about the money too, but he, he still didn't do anything wrong to get killed. He should have been let out. But <laughs> <laughs> he should have been able to survive, you know. But that probably wouldn't have made the movie great because he was, it, it had to have him in there. To have all that chemistry that was going on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But to me, it's greed. You know, greed, greed, greed. That's all. Yes. It That's what it boils down to. That is for sure. Well, I don't have any more fun, uh, any more questions, but I do have five fun facts here. Um. <clears throat> And they are all actually very um, uh, interesting. Now, the one uh, fun fact that that I didn't write down was that that one of the producers was actually um, uh, uh, William Castle, the the director of the original, uh, was his daughter. His daughter um, produced uh, not only this movie, but 13 Ghosts which uh, me and you are actually going to be a part of in January. Uh, we're going to be discussing that in, that in Jan- January. So listeners, uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, she uh, produced this and 13 Ghosts, the remake of 13 right. Ghosts. Because um, I, right. I think he also directed 13 Ghosts back in the, like the uh, 50s or 60s. But uh, my first fun fact is um, the roller coaster in the beginning of the movie is the Incredible Hulk at Universal Islands of Adventure in Orlando, Florida. I did not know that. That's so cool. That's 
I don't think I will ever ride it though. I <laughs> roller coasters scare me. I can I, listen. Listen, I can ride some roller coasters, but not all. Uh, some of them scare me too bad because you know I am scared of heights. I am really scared of heights. So, so I can't really. Uh, what do you mean, you too? The girl, you want listen. You want to go skydiving, Miss Ingrid. You are not scared of heights. You want to go skydiving. You are not scared of heights. Now, me, I do not want to go skydiving, but Miss Ingrid. Uh huh. So you are not scared of heights. I don't care what you say. <laughs> You'll see it on the tape. <laughs> my my fun my fun fact number two is uh. When Price says from here on, it gets really scary. Uh, when he was underneath the um, uh, or side by side with the roller coaster, uh, his roller coaster zooms right past behind him on the tracks. Well, the coaster had to be inserted digitally because if it were to have really been on motion as he stood there, the wind from um, its movement would have sent. Jeffrey Rush flying off the ride entirely, and yeah, so yeah, yeah. so yeah, uh, never it was amazing that the look of that, that, that the roller coaster one after the other, yeah. Well, I, I, I as as, as much as it made my heart flutter, I actually I did know. really like, um, the uh, the part where the uh, the roller coaster, it seemed like it had, uh, it was about to throw them off, kind of like Final Destination style, you know. It, it looked like it was about to, because even uh, the cameraman was like, oh my gosh, we're going to die, we're going to die. And I'm thinking the same thing, y'all about to die. Next thing is, y'all going to check ass back, put the stuff back together, and they keep going. Now, where does the car go? So, so yeah, but but it was the special effects were great all around, all around actually in the movie. They were they were great special effects. Um, my fun fact number three is Elizabeth Hurley was considered for the role of Evelyn Stockard Price. I could see that Elizabeth Hurley. I could see Elizabeth Hurley playing her. Um, my fun fact number four is um, the unethical psychiatry methods and experimental procedures that were performed by Dr. Vinnicott and his staff are loosely based on an actual medical experiment conducted by the Nazis. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Remember that time? And during it. The time when the war was going on. Yes. And, and oh, I'm sorry, Miss Ingrid. Go ahead. What were you saying? No, just the, the thought of being an experiment worked on. You know, that's really terrifying. That is terrifying. It really is. You can't, you can't move down your you know, anesthesia and it's like you know, pain. Torch you. Ah. Yeah. Just makes me shudder. Yeah. Um, my fun fact number five is uh, Warner Brothers and Dark Castle Entertainment and an, and an homage to uh, the marketing gimmicks of William Castle Films promoted this film by providing movie theaters with scratch-off tickets that would be given to movie patrons. The scratch-off tickets would give each movie patron 
a chance to win prize money, just like the characters in the film. The cash prizes totaled $1 million, and this included rentals from Blockbuster Video. Warner had intended to... Um, uh, Warner had uh, intended to continue featuring such gimmicks for any further William Castle remix, and 13 Ghosts was supposed to be released in 3D to continue this trend, but such plans were abandoned. And let me tell you something. I, I really do think that they should bring that back. They should bring back some uh, some gimmicks. It, 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 it would have... Uh, I mean, some marketing is just good marketing. And that would have been good marketing on their part had they did that, um, had they kept the going. You know, like, um, I mean, in this day and age, you know, we need something like that. You know, I, I'm going to Google um, matinee theaters. Um, it, it, um, you know, remember those theaters, and I've talked about this in past podcasts. I'm, I'm not sure if my listeners remember or not, but I think I um, discussed it in uh, my Blackula podcast. How, um, right. how um, there used to be these movie theaters where, you know, uh, and they called them matinees. Uh, matter of fact, they have a movie about it uh, starring John Goodman. And um, uh, in these matinee theaters, there were, you know, you would see the scary movies, but they would come to life. Like, like you would see like a giant spider, you know, like walking through the aisles of the, you know, of the movie theater or whatever. And you're looking, you're watching it on the movie, but there it is, like, you know, right beside you, you know. I, 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 I would love to see something like that or to go. To, uh, to a movie movie theater like that, and and I just think, think that they should have kept something like that up, like you know, like when we go to the movie theater to see, you know, uh, House on Holly Hill, we get a scratch off ticket, and you don't know what you're gonna get. You know, it might be five dollars, or you know, five dollars off at a blockbuster or something like that. I mean, I know we can't do anything like that now because blockbuster no longer exists, but you know, we can do something. I mean, well, 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 the streaming stations has taken everything now. I mean, and I am not complaining. Let me tell you, I love Tubi. I love Pluto. I love the Roku channel station. I love all of that. You know, I love that, you know, I can, uh, and even on demand, I love on demand. I love the fact that I was able to, uh, Miss Ingrid, uh, that Sunday after we went to go see Halloween Kills, I watched it on my TV on demand. Okay. (laughs) So I love that. But, but, you know, I do, I would like to, you know, go and uh, um, rent movies. You know, but, yeah. You know, I, I was, you know, I, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It, it, it was. It's another part of our childhood that went away. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I used to just love the smell, the ambiance. Going in to find the the, the, the movie that's that's most popular out, you know. And yes. It, it, it was always you know physical for me, you know. If I as long as I got movies, like I'm building up movies, so that way I have something to watch if something goes wrong, be electric, whatever. I have physical copies of movies that I won't get bored. Yes. You know, and that's what I'm trying to do, build up, you know, even try to go get an old VHS and get some. Well, see, that's the problem here. I I think um, Bryant has kept all of his um, gaming stuff. I think he's kept all of his Xboxes, the Nintendo, and everything like that. But... The only thing that he has not kept, and I know I haven't kept it either, is a VHS. <laughs> uh, is a VHS uh, video 
uh, you know, a tape recorder. We have not, I, I don't even have, I don't own it. Brian doesn't own it. My mom doesn't own one. I don't think, I don't think we um, own one anymore. So <laughs> we would definitely have to go to a thrift shop or, yeah. or, a, a, or a garage sale or something because <laughs> that does not exist in our house anymore. <laughs> Well, uh, now we move on to the cast and crew that has passed on. And there are um, quite a few. Well, one, two, three, four, five. There's only like five people that has passed on from this movie and from the crew. Um, and that's actually what it is. It's actually the, the cast is very much still alive. But some of the crew members are are not uh well like rob white of course rob white was the writer of the original story and he passed away on november 24 1990 he was 81 years old and he died from a result of a head injury he suffered in a car accident and um dick Beatty, he wrote the screenplay uh, for the 1999 version, actually. Uh, he died on June 20th, 2008, and he was 53 years old. Uh, Peter Graves, now he was in the movie, uh, but he played himself. He was the one who was telling the story of the five that survived the 1931 massacre. And, you know, when Evelyn got the idea to have our party at that um, particular house, uh, uh, he was um, uh, himself. Uh, he passed away on March 14, 2010, four days before his 84th birthday. Uh, he had a heart attack. Wow. And um, uh, Dan Cratiolo, he was the executive producer he died on June 14, 2004, at the young age of 39. Wow. Now, uh, oh, I'm sorry. There was only four. I'm sorry. There are only four. But, uh, there is some good news. Um, one of the producers, uh, and I just, I just decided to write this down. Uh, one of the producers, and his, move, uh, his name is Michael K. Ross. His birthday is today. So, Michael K. Ross, if you happen to listen to this podcast that I'm doing or the movie that you produced, uh, House on Haunted Hill, happy birthday to you, sir. Happy birthday to you. Yes. And he uh, he's actually nine years older than me. His birthday is 1971. Uh-huh. <laughs> or... Eight years. Is he nine years or eight years? Uh, me and Matt do not get along. He's older than me, but um, not by much. <laughs> and now we move on to our group, the Grouper's, react, ugh, grouper's reaction. Um. Now, in case you don't know, listeners, I always, I always ask my um, group members uh, because I want them to be involved. I want them to, you know, have their opinions, too. Um, I ask them questions about the movie that I'm going to be discussing um, that night. And uh, on my group reaction question, I ask them, if you have seen House on Haunted uh House on Haunted Hill, which scene or scenes, in your opinion, scared you the most? And I got one answer. Uh, Katie Craig, who was my uh, my girl back in the day, me and her went to the same Catholic school back in fifth or sixth grade. Uh, uh, she says, when the girl puts up the video camera and sees the doctor operating. And I will go further than that. When the when they act, when she sees them, but when they when they look up and they see her, 
that was when I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I would have hightailed it out of there. I would have dropped the camera and ran. <laughs> Well, Miss Ingrid, I don't have any more questions, no more fun facts, and nobody else who has um, passed on, and no more groupers, no, no more grouper reaction answers. So we have made it to the end of my podcast, and I, I thank you for being here. We were supposed to be joined by um, uh, Matt Latz and um, uh, Gustavo Perez, but. Both of them have to wind up working tonight. So, um, but um, but I think we did pretty well. <laughs> I think we yeah, did we pretty did. well without them. So, I guess yes, ma'am. I, I, it's been just us before. Uh, last week it was just me and Crystal Wagner, but next week um, I do have a, a, a whole list of people um uh i know no next thursday uh it's gonna be me you michael williams tommy west and candace goodrich talking about the mist now there is a funny story there guys because you know what um the mist was actually supposed to be the first episode of this season and we did it too we did it we we talked about it but then uh, we talked about the mist, but then, then my computer had technical difficulties, and it was erased. So I had to pick a date for us to redo it, and so we are going to redo it next Thursday. Um, yeah. And then on Friday, we talk about Annabelle creation, uh, and, and I think you're on that one too, uh, Miss Ingrid, uh, with um, with Kelly Dunsmore. And oh my goodness! Thank you, because I cannot remember. (laughs) Thank you, I cannot remember who else is going to be on that. And I do too, but there, but it's on the group page, and I, I don't have my schedule with me. I should, but I don't. Those old time, I gotta have it. I wrote it down. Where is it? Uh, right, right. But uh, I'm going to start writing it down in my notes. That's what I'm going to start to do. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> uh, now I, I want to um, extend my offer um, to my listeners um, the, the offer to join the group page if you guys want. The group page is. Of course, the same as the podcast, Horror Movie Warriors. And we have such a good time. I haven't really been on that much <laughs> at all. <laughs> but I have, I mean, I'm, I, I mean, I'm still active on it. You know, of course, I'm the, listen, I'm the ad, I'm the lead administrator. So, of course, of course, I've been on it. As a matter of fact, I just put on a, I just put a hilarious post up right before I called you for the podcast. But think with you, go check it out. It's very funny. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, we, we would love to have you guys um, be a, a, a member. We treat all of our, uh, Miss Ingrid is at ad, admin. One of me, one of many admins. I cannot talk yes. right now. I have no idea why. I think I need some water. My mouth is dry. So, yeah. But uh, but yeah, uh, guys, please join join the group if you guys um want. We we will be glad to have you. Um, yes, we will. Uh, uh, well, guys, until next week when I discuss the mist and Annabelle Creations on that Friday. I'm discussing The Mist on Thursday and Annabelle Creation on Friday. Okay? So stay tuned for both of those guys. And until then, we will see you guys later. Bye, guys.